Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas. Welcome to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Today's subject is going to be Call of Duty World at War. Now I'm really going back to my early high school days. This game coming out November 2008. My sophomore year of high school. Back then at the time, I had an Xbox 360. I was very fortunate for Christmas that my parents got me this got me this game. I was actually, you know, the biggest surprise was that my mom had actually bought it when it first came out. She managed to actually get a copy before they sold out because this game got so popular. If I remember correctly, you know, it, it took them less than 48 hours to be sold out. And somehow, my mom decided to be an amazing mom and she, got, she managed to get a copy. And I'm so grateful for it. But Call of Duty World at War... You know, after I had just had so much fun playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I was in tr- I was uh, very, h- how should I put it? I was very anxious. That's right. I was very anxious and very determined to play the next Call of Duty game. Quite frankly, I was looking at it many times on the internet when the next one w- would come out. And then when I learned that it, w- it was going to go back to the setting of World War II, man, I was excited. And of course, when it was going to introduce the zombies... Side game, I was like, well, this is something new. This is something very exciting because for those of you who know me very well, y'all know that I'm a huge fan of uh, zombie video games. A couple, uh, a few months ago or so, you know, one of the first episodes of the show, uh, Rage Quit, was actually, ba- uh, I did an episode on uh, Left 4 Dead, which, you know, still to this day, I believe is the greatest video game ever in terms of a zombie apocalypse. And going back to the fact that this city was going back to World War Two, you know, I had had a lot of fun playing the first Call of Duty games. Uh, the first three I would I had played was Call of Duty Finest Hour, Call of Duty Big Red One, I believe that's the, what the second one was called. There was Call of Duty Three, and they were all in the setting of World War Two. So after Call of Duty Modern Warfare kind of took a different approach to a different kind of setting, which was amazing, I was glad to see that this one was back to World War Two. I mean. The can- there's two campaign modes in this game, which we'll get to, and, you know, amazing, you know, the the game, you know, takes place, like, the campaigns, you know, one campaign is the Pacific Eastern, the Pacific Front, while the other is the Eastern Front, you know, involving the United States, the Empire of Japan, the Soviet Union, Nazi Germany, you know, and, and I just love how those, you know, one of your main characters that you play as is a Marine ra- uh, Raider by the name of Private C. Miller, and then those the uh, and on the Soviet perspective, the, the Soviet uh, soldier you play as named uh, Private Dmitry Petrenko, which actually is a really really cool name. And of course, you know what's what's amazing about these Call of Duty games that's World War Two based is that they're based on several historical battle sites. So I like how the game has historical accuracy. Now at the time, I I had not gotten into um, Call of Duty multiplayer yet. 
I didn't officially get hooked on Call of Duty multiplayer until I played Call of Duty Black Ops. And rest assured, folks, there will be an episode on Call of Duty Black Ops. I guarantee I'm it. I'm actually trying to get my uh, younger brother, Emmerich, who's a very unique player in the game of Call of Duty. Um, I actually was talking to him today, and, uh, you know, much like me, you know, he has a very, very busy schedule. You know, he's going to school online. He's working a job. So, you know, so much like me, he's very hardworking. He's got a tough schedule. You know, at the end of the day, my, my brother and I, were all grown up, and, you know, we're kind of living the life of an adult, but... He has agreed that he will be on the show, and rest assured, he has assured me that he is looking forward to it. We haven't exactly come up with a date, uh, with a day yet on when he'll be on, but just rest assured, folks, it will happen. And believe me, when you hear what my brother has to say about the games and his experience, you will be entertained. You will be impressed, I can assure you. So, you know, the nostalgia is just flooding in my brain right now. I've got goosebumps, the hair is standing up in the back of my neck, you know, Good God. Good God. Here's the first thing I'm remembering. The first mission of the game, called Semper Fi, okay? <laughs> Just so you know, by the way, I'm really hoping I'm saying it right, because, you know, but anyway, I remember that the first mission, there was actually an achievement from that game, okay? Because in the first mission, when you're on, a, you're on an island in the Pacific, you know, uh, Miller's a squad it has all been executed, and Miller himself is about to be executed until he's rescued. And right as the mission starts, there's a one of the soldiers of your squad is, is attacked by a Japanese soldier with a flamethrower. And if you rest, if you successfully rescue that American soldier, an achievement is unlocked. Yeah, remember on Xbox 360, there was those achievements that were unlocked, and it was called Saved Private Ryan, because of course the name of that soldier was Private Ryan. And if you save him from the Japanese soldier with a flamethrower, I was like, well, this is so cool. You save him, and an achievement called Saved Private Ryan comes up. Really gives you something to be proud of, you know, really brings up a lot of pride. But looking at the you know, the characters, you know, I found it really cool that, you know, you would play as two different characters, but you were playing from different perspectives. Like, again, part of the game, like I said, there's two campaigns. There's the American campaign, and then there's the Soviet campaign. American campaign is in the uh, Pacific Theater, you know, of course, you know, the United States battling the battling Japan in the Pacific. And then the, the Soviet campaign uh, is on the Eastern Front. It actually starts in the during the Battle of Stalingrad on September 17th, 1942. If you guys remember the game, uh, Soviet Private Dmitry Petrenko regains consciousness, and he's actually uh, in a fountain. If you remember, like you know, he's in a fountain. There's like so a lot of his uh, comrades are linked to him, and they're all dead. You know, German troops are you know have, are like basically just walking around executing all the survivors. You know. It's kind of just based on how the how history goes, and that's where you meet uh, Sergeant Victor Reznov, uh, who's uh, who's uh, who's actually uh, the, who gives you that sniper. If you remember that mission, uh, the first Soviet mission in that game, you know, uh, Soviet uh, the soldier Dmitry Petrenko and Sergeant Victor Reznov are kind of going through uh, Stalingrad, and their mission is to actually kill a German general who, in the game, of, is said to be responsible for the numerous ma- massacres and war crimes ac- across the Soviet Union. So, so the game, while it does have historical accuracy, there is a little bit of um, alternate history. But for me, what made it good was the fact that it was it was at least realistic. It was certainly a challenge, and you know, and, and it really made the game very, very, very interesting. So I liked it. But you know, and the fact that it, it switches simultaneously, you know, you, you go from the American campaign to the Soviet campaign. I just thought it was so cool, you know, and you're caught by surprise, you know, everything's just so amazing.
if I remember, you know, how I remember is um, once you're rescued from the first mission, uh, there's the there's the start of the mission, the Mankin uh, the Mackin Island raid, which uh, you know is part of the the American uh, force, the American forces. Uh, basically, the aim was to, according to the history, the aim was to uh, destroy the Imperial Japanese installations. And regain the island. I mean, it was all part of a regaining the Pacific, like you know, taking control. I mean, that's what the Pacific Theater was was all about. And then, of course, uh, the game will fast forward in two years, and there's the Battle of a uh, uh, Peleliu as well. You know, like I said, you know, just so much uh, historical accuracy. And I just remember that mission, like you know, we start on the beach. God, it was just so amazing. The American tanks just you know invading the beaches. God, I mean, you really fight. I mean, the game is just so challenging. I mean, I, I never played on easy or on recruit. I mean, I would always play on, on one of the most difficult levels. So. <laughs> and I, I, I kid you not, because for me, I could not enjoy playing Call of Duty if I was playing on too easy. I'll admit, maybe, maybe sometimes I, I probably did. After at least after I beat the game, I probably did because I, I wanted to see it from a different perspective. But I figured, well, if it's if it's too easy, then you know, what's the point? You know, I love Call of Duty. I take Call of Duty very, very seriously. You know, and because the game is just—it was, was so exciting. I wanted to be the, I wanted to be challenged. I mean, I was waiting for a challenge, and quite frankly, I was hungry for a challenge. So, and I remember that mission—the uh, mission where the, the Battle of uh, Peleliu, the leader of your squad. Uh, I forgot the, the dude's name. Oh yeah, ba- basically. When you were rescued in the first mission, okay, the squad of Marines is led by, and I'm actually looking at the characters now uh, because, because you know, that's part of my notes, Corporal Roebuck and Sergeant Tom Sullivan. So you're under their leadership, okay? And I remember the mission, basically, when uh, the Battle of Pililiu, Sullivan is fatally stabbed by a Japanese soldier with a gonto. Uh, for those of you that don't know, if I remember, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm honestly just not a... World War II expert. Uh, a gonto, if I'm correct, is, is a ceremonial sword that was actually produced uh, for the Jap- Imperial Japanese Army as well as the Japanese Navy. So, yeah, and, and, and you know, I was like, "Damn it! Why? Why did he have to die? This dude was a great leader." I mean, <laughs> sometimes these characters in a, in a video game, even the player just really somehow learns to respect the player. I mean, even in the in the world of video games, you know, an avid video game player who plays Call of Duty, who actually plays the campaign. When there's a character in the game, you know, who's a leader who's really cool, I mean, the player respects him, and if that, if that character unfortunately suffers a fatal encounter, well, that, 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 that really, that really, he punches, that's, that's really a punch to the face, isn't it? <laughs> so, I, base, basically, you know, the, mission, the mission continues, because the, the, the Battle of Peleliu, I mean, there, there were several missions from that game, from that, cam- from that part of the, that, uh, basically, that battle, so, so, eventually, uh, it, you lead to an assault on a Japanese uh, airfield to dis- disable all the anti-aircraft uh, guns, and it, it was it was just so so cool. And then, of course, after after that, you know, you move to the Battle of Okinawa. <sighs> I mean, you you really go on, on kind of a really historical journey based on you know the real events of of World War Two. So, but man. And as the as the American campaign uh, ends, basically you finish you know crushing the the, the Japanese uh, military. Basically, you take full control of uh, Okinawa, if I remember correct. So, 
like I said, I mean, the fact that this game was just so historically accurate, it's just absolutely amazing. But moving to the Soviet campaign, uh, as I mentioned, start, starts in the Battle of Stalingrad. Uh, the character you are is, you know, again, Dmitry Petrenko, who regains consciousness. You know, he's laying in a in a fountain that's filled with bodies, and, you know, it, there's only one survivor with him, Viktor Reznov. Again, the mission is to uh, hunt down and assassinate a German general who, by the name of, uh, if I remember correctly, I think the general's name, I, I looked at the notes earlier, It's uh, I've got him with me, I don't want to fiddle through all the papers, because yeah, I'm, that, that's kind of how I am, especially when it comes to taking notes, excuse me, didn't mean to snore, but yeah, the general's name was uh, Heinrich Amsel, again, responsible for the numerous massacres and war crimes against the, in the Soviet Union, again, a little bit of alternate history. I'm not actually sure if this general was for real. I'm not a World War II expert. I do know a little, a few things about World War II. I mean, I didn't did study a little bit of World War II in college when I was actually able to get my hands on some realistically accurate World War II books. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to go too deep on the on the education side. But I'll be honest, I didn't actually learn history until I went to college. At least not not in grade school. Learned it on my own, and then I I took it to the next level when I went to college. Anyway, so when you're with Reznov, you know, you get to the point where he hands you his sniper rifle, and then you're at a point of, as as that mission when you flee from the uh, from that fountain, these German uh, airplanes fly uh, overhead, and basically like th- those loud engines cover the sound of your gunshot. So I mean, I was like, well, this is getting this is getting interesting. I mean, this is this is awesome. Like, you know, the, the challenges are already, you know, beginning to flood in, and, and then as you're making through, and I remember part when you're going through these buildings, you know, a German sniper spots you guys, and that was actually so, that was super difficult. I remember being stuck in that particular spot for over 15 minutes because that German sniper, he just moves constantly, moves constantly. First of all, it's hard to find him, okay? And when you find him, he just starts moving. I mean, I, I would have thought maybe it's a glitch in the game, Maybe maybe it is. I never really paid attention to that, but I figure it, it had to be either a glitch of the game or maybe it was just simply part of the challenge. But once I finally got him, you can finally move on to the uh, next objective. Basically, I remember, like after that, you know, you're spotted by German soldiers. I mean, you're basically in a in a building. You know, then the German soldiers start to set it on fire, and then boom, and then. I mean, you're able to to escape it, and you know that that and that's where the mission really, you know, things really, really, really intensify. Um, let me go ahead and take a uh, quick break, folks. I will see you in about ninety seconds. See you in ninety. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I am back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Rage Quit. Today's subject is Call of Duty World at War. Again, thank you all very, very much for everybody tuning in. Thank you very much for staying with me even after this break. 
Once again, it's my honor to remind everybody that Rage Quit earned a paid advertising campaign for this month. Thank you all very much for all the loyal listeners who have been tuning in, who have been sharing this with your friends, your family. You guys are the reason why this show is having some success. You're also, I mean, for those of you who also listen to my other shows, you know, your support, your love, your loyalty, it's all making this very, uh, it's all making this possible, and I can't thank you all enough. And I've committed my life to giving you the best content I can, and I will continue that, and I will continue to do so for the rest of my life, I can assure you. Anyway, so basically from where I left off, you know, after you escape a burning building, you basically uh, meet up with a few uh, remaining soldier, soldiers of the Red Army, and you you eventually catch up to the general. But you know, as you you uh, you successfully uh, do the assassination, German soldiers ambush you. Okay, and Dmitri and Reznov, I remember they jumped in that jumped in that river and they escape. And you know, remember when I said earlier how the the campaign switched simultaneously? If I remember correctly, like, so after that mission, you you go back to the American campaign, and then I think that's where you start, uh, or that that's where you continue the the battle of Peleliu, or maybe it goes to the battle of Okinawa. But, you know, it's just been so freaking long since I played the game. You know, I'm actually I'm actually surprised. I I remember more than I could I could ever anticipated. But one of the loyal listeners, you know, who I told this to says, well, Alex, you're just very passionate about gaming. You're passionate about the game, and when you relive those these nostalgic moments, it all comes back to you. And I could not agree more. So after that escape, the next, uh, and when, you go, when it takes you back to the Soviet campaign, the next mission fast-forwards to 1945, which is three years after the Battle of Stalingrad, okay? And then you're taken to the Battle of Silo Heights, Okay, which was actually one of the last assaults on large entrenched defensive positions of the Second World War. It was actually, from some of the research, it was actually a three-day fight, which was from um, April 16th through the 19th of 1945. And it was actually fought near Berlin. So this is basically, you're getting to the point where the so- where the Soviet Union is, like, closing in on Berlin, and, you know, they're getting close to the, uh, to where, um, uh, Nazi Germany, you know, surrendered. So, and and I remember that, and I remember there was a mission where you you're captured by German soldiers in an abandoned house, and then you are saved by the Red Army, you know, and then you're reunited with Reznov. I, mean, I was just like, wow, that is so cool. I mean, I I, I remember when there when there's the ambush, you're saved. You know, one of the soldiers is you know still alive, but you can you actually have the options, you know, to to shoot him or let him go. I always felt, you know what. He's severely wounded. You know what? Might as well just move on. I don't. I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but you know, if I'm gonna be super honest with you guys, might as well tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. <sighs> you know, one of the memories I have from the campaign was the old Panzer Shrek. <laughs> of course, it was a, a German, a German, uh, a German weapon in World War II. It was. A, it's actually an anti rocket, ro- an anti tank rocket launcher. Developed, of course, by Nazi Germany during World War Two. Um, you know that that that's part of the accuracy of the game. You know because you know there's ha- there's historical accuracy to a to World War Two because it's based on real battles and everything. So of course they were actually going to make weapons. They were going to feature weapons in the game that were actually from World War Two, like for the American side the uh, the Thompson uh, machine gun, the M nineteen eleven Colt pistol. You know that ger- that German assault rifle. Uh, I-, I know what it looks like, but I, I just I just never quite. Retain the name, but if I if I see a picture of it, I, I certainly recognize it. 
But of course, there's the, like I just said, the the Panzer Shrek uh, anti uh, tank uh, rocket launcher. Just a lot of a, a lot a lot of fancy weapons, you know, from back in the day. <laughs> but but as I, I'm gonna uh, close out the campaign, you know, uh, c- closing the campaign because I already closed out the American one. I'm gonna go in and finish out the Soviet one. But you know, as you're basically, you know, uh, uh, part of the mission, you know, you pilot a tank. You know, you're pushing through the the, the lines of the German soldiers, and then the, the Soviet troops board a train to Berlin, and that's basically that. That's what commences the Battle of Berlin. And I remember that at the end of the mission, basically, Berlin falls. I remember, and, and I know, the, the final thing you see from the as the, the Soviet campaign ends is uh, when Dmitry manages to plant the Soviet flag, which of course signals that the Soviet Union has won and that the war in Europe is officially over. The fall of Nazi Germany is official. There's the surrender. Like 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 I said, it's to end the war in Europe. <sighs> to be honest, I'm not sure exactly which campaign you know, you know officially ended the game. Like I said, it, it's been so long, but but wow, I mean the campaigns, you know, all the, the the levels were just just so entertaining, you know. And I'm actually looking at the list of of, uh, of the missions right now, you know, for the the campaign, you know, the American. Campaign. Uh, the second mission was, you know, Little Resistance. You know, all these names. You know, of course, the the first uh, Soviet campaign mission was called Vendetta, because you know, of course, you're hunting down that general who's responsible for all the mayhem, for all the deaths. So, yeah. And of course, the final mission of the campaign is called Downfall, because it's the downfall of Nazi Germany in the game. So, and of course, the second to last mission is called Heart of the Reich. So, you know, it, it's really good the way these missions are named because it's just. You know, it, it, it's all it's all part of uh, the game's popularity. So you know that that's just that's just merely how it works. So now that I'm done with the campaigns, let's talk about zombies because this was the first Call of Duty to introduce the zombie side mission. Man, oh man, oh man! You know, as amazing as it was in Call of Duty World at War, the zombie side slash mini game, whatever you want to call it. The one that was introduced in Call of Duty Black Ops just took it to the next level. And then Black Ops 2. You know, for some of you, uh, I actually got a question. And for those of you who follow me on Twitter can actually uh, tweet me the answer. I Was there actually, I don't remember the zombie uh, thingy being in, in the Modern Warfare games. I know there wasn't in Modern Warfare 2 and 3, but uh, I just remember the, I just remember specifically that it was in Black Ops so. Uh, one and two as well. Um, I actually kind of lost touch of the game after I played Modern Warfare three. I did play Black Ops two, but after that, I uh, I stopped playing the Call of Duty games. But I did interview a couple of uh, Call of Duty enthusiasts, and they said, "Well, the games after Modern Warfare three and, and Black Ops two, the, the the games were just not very very good." Uh, but from what I understand, is that the the latest Call of Duty game, Call of Duty um, Cold War, is actually uh, from what I understand, you know, some people you know. Don't like it. Some people love it. You know, much like all the games, it's got mixed reactions. But I've seen more positive reactions than I've seen negative reactions. I'm actually determined to go back to the Call of Duty games because of my tough schedule and you know, you know, with you know, with all my shows and my duties as a sports writer, it's just it's just nearly impossible for me to to actually find the time to actually sit down and play video games. You know, 
But, you know, but don't worry. Eventually, I'll definitely play the game. I've been, you know, the game has been, you know, I've really been convinced by many to actually play the game. And I and I plan on doing it, so don't worry. But going with the zombies, and the way it's, the way you're introduced, I mean, of course, it starts, you know, when you start when you start the zombies, all you have is a pistol. It's the 1911 Colt pistol, the American, the American pistol. And then, you know, of course, just a few zombies at first. You know, you're, you're all boarded up. Okay, and you and you start out in in a, in a very small room. Okay, I, I know uh, those uh, who suffer uh, claustrophobia would certainly notice that 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 kind of room that the, that you start in, in that game. Well, it's uncomfortable, but but knowing that the um, the strategy of of that game of the how that game goes of how the zombie uh, concept goes, it actually makes sense. But as you uh, earn points, you can actually start unlocking different rooms, and you know you make the space bigger. But but keep in mind, you know. As you as you make it to the higher levels, I mean, keep in mind, in Call of Duty Zombies from all that war, you start out with level one, and then you kill a few zombies, and then you go up to uh, level two, three, four, five. I mean, God, I, I couldn't even tell you how far I've ever made it because it, it gets to the point where it's just nearly impossible to survive. <laughs> okay, and after so after you, you kill a few zombies, you gain points. Um, you can actually either un- you, you you can either unlock a weapon or open uh. Or open the, the next room so you have more space. For me, I always took the next weapon before unlocking the next room because, you know, it's always... Because, you know, going to the next room where more zombies pop up, it makes it difficult. But keep in mind, you know, if you run out of ammo, you do have the knife, but the knife isn't going to do much. Because, you know, these zombies, when more and more and more come, I mean, they're stronger, they're faster, so... And keep in mind, that, you know, they destroy all these uh, barriers, you know, that, <laughs> that keep you safe. And, you know, once they're all done, you can go to each barrier and actually fix them, which actually gets you points again, so. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, my uh, headphone wire actually got tangled for a second. I hope it didn't uh, cause any, any uh, audio problems, uh, but I'm when I go back and edit, I'll, I'll be sure that, it, that it's all taken care of. So not to worry, folks. But anyway, you know, I should mention that I think it's uh, basically, so after you unlock the next room, okay, and keep in mind, this map, uh, I know there were several more maps introduced, but I never downloaded them. But this map, you're in, you're in an old abandoned house. It's like half destroyed. So after you unlock the second room, you know, there's a sofa on the, that's, blocking the st- that's blocking the stairs. You can actually, when you go to it, you have enough points. You hold a button, and it's taken and it's taken away. And then you go upstairs, there's actually a box. There's a box with basically every weapon from the Call of Duty campaign of that game, Okay. And of course, there's actually uh, there's actually that there's a weapon that's actually not in this that's not in the campaign. It's called the ray gun. Well, that's the, <laughs> if you're man, because keep in mind when you get to that it's it's called the Call of Duty it's called the magic box. I know that for those of you who played the zombie uh, game of Call of Duty World at War, you know exactly what I'm talking. You know exactly what I'm talking about as far as the box goes. You know what I'm talking about when it comes to the ray gun. But anyway, it takes a lot of points to actually do the thing. You know, it's basically like you know spinning a wheel. Okay. You never know what you're going to get. You know, spilling a roulette wheel. So, anyway, I mean, you either get a, you know, I remember getting a cool trench shotgun, you know, that is su- that super big machine gun. But, of course, the only weapon I ever wanted was the ray gun. And after 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 one time playing it for, like, five hours straight <laughs> of actually playing the zombie thing, five hours straight, having so much fun, you know, just not getting bored, when I finally got the ray gun, I fucking screamed, y'all. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. But <laughs> sad part is, was when I when I, when I screamed, it was like at two in the freaking morning. I was actually amazed. I didn't actually wake up my parents because if I had woke up my mom, God, I would have been in trouble. Keep in mind, I was I was a sophomore at the time, so 
you know, and, and I was having too much fun. And this was actually during a Christmas break after our family had gone back from our annual uh, skiing uh, family trip. So it, this was actually the day that we actually got back. I, I, I could not sleep. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and play. But anyway, so when I got the ray gun, I'm just like blasting every zombie that's in the way. I'm just like, and and I remember there was a way to actually replenish your ammo. I, I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was because, you know, I didn't want to go back and change weapons. Once I have the ray gun, you know, once any Call of Duty player that took the zombie thing seriously, once you have the ray gun, you stick with it. You don't want to change weapons because there's no better weapons out there, okay? But as you go up the level, now that you're in the, you're past level 10, I mean, just all, I mean, you are swarmed, you are overwhelmed, okay? You don't even have enough time to, you know, to fix every single barrier after taking care of all the zombies. I mean, it's impossible. It's impossible for God's sake. But, anyway, you have that ray gun, you're just blasting everything, man, you are having fun. And then, then you're on a roll. You're on a streak, it gets harder and harder and harder. Eventually you die. And believe me, when, you, when you've made it that far, and all these zombies are coming after me, they come from me out of nowhere. It takes only two hits for you to be down, and then it's game over. It's game over. You have to start everything from scratch. Everything from scratch. Start up again. That small room. That pistol. Boom. But at the end of the day, at least you know how to play the game. You can practice, and you can get better. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the concept, and that was the fun of... Call of Duty Zombies. Great memories. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening. I will see you all next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.